Hello and welcome to the Hype Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Safa Alchami, and stick around while I discuss mindset hacks and self-development advice that will assist you in unlocking your true potential. Welcome back to another episode of the Hype Coach Podcast. And today we are going to see how you prefer to be shown and given love. Now, if you've never come across the terms of what your love language is, then guess what? I'm here to teach you all about it. If you guys follow me on TikTok or Instagram, regardless of the case, I've always spoken about what a love language is and why it's so important to express your love freely between one another. Now, what are love languages? The term is actually used to refer to the way a person prefers to express or receive love. Now, in order for us to actually have a full capacity of love, we would need to sprinkle these five love languages within our emotional connection. So the way we express or receive love would obviously prefer or differ from whether it's between a partner, a friendship, or between your children. So you can actually elaborate and use this to strengthen your bonds all over. Now, love language is overall, it's a need for emotional stability and connection. That's what love is. And not all forms of communications are the same. How you prefer to actually be loved is different to how other people prefer to love and vice versa. So what are the five love languages? The five love languages are words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, gift giving, and physical touch. Now, I'm going to explain to you a little bit about each and every single one of them, and you're going to be able to adapt these into your life today. Overview. What is the first love language? And that's words of affirmation. And these are verbal acknowledgements of affection. Compliments. I love yous. I appreciate you. I'm proud of you. And even digital texts and social media engagement. Now, the idea of acts of words of affirmation is actually to be shown or to be told you love them. So if you want validation from other people, you prefer, you want feedback, this is words of affirmation. And it's not because you have low self-confidence. It's actually the way you want to be shown because you didn't get that as a child. Now, it's actually quite interesting. The love languages would obviously elaborate from your childhood, depending on whether you got it or you didn't get it as a child. Now, if we think back to our childhood, our childhood is where we felt most secure, where we want to feel like we belong. We were loved. We had a connection. We had to be able to communicate. And this is where we elaborated into where we are as adults today. So love languages would sprinkle out throughout our whole lives. And if you have, if you are a parent of children or multiple children, just know this, their love language, if you know what their love language is now, that's not to say that it can't change. And if you're an adult, that's also not to say that it cannot change as well. As we grow and adapt, it would depend on where you're growing, where you're adapting, how you're changing, how you're understanding everything to be able to actually use these love languages in your life right now. So let's go to the second love language, and that's quality time. And being able to spend time and undivided attention, of course, with your significant other with no distractions and being able to listen and have their full presence. I mean, quality time is pretty self-explanatory. You want to feel like you're meaningful, you have meaningful, deep conversations, and we want to be able to remove those distractions. So when I say remove distractions, put down your phone, 
leave the TV remote away, go on date nights, get to know each other. And this is what I did a TikTok video today about actually, about dating your husband or spouse. When we first get into a relationship, we put all these love languages and compile them in a short amount of time, obviously to impress them and show them that you love them and you appreciate them and so much. As the time goes on and you get deeper into the relationship and go longer into the relationship, we somewhere, some form, somehow, some reason, we lose that because of the distractions of life. I mean, let's be honest, yeah, it's, it's hard adulting as it is. But a lot of the relationships that we should pay attention to, we don't because life gets ahead of us. And that's not entirely your fault, but we're going to take responsibility here because we can actually change it. The outside reason, the outside um, distractions you cannot control, you can only control what happens within you. And you can control where your attention goes and why you're paying attention to it in the first place. So go back into quality time. If your spouse or your significant other or your child or your mom or your dad or your friend, they're Love language is quality time. I'm going to give you some real life examples to actually strengthen that relationship. You can play games, board games, family nights, family game night. That's quality time. Okay. There's something that I call business meetings. And there's a reason why I call business meetings. Let's say you are in a partnership with another partner, like a business partnership. And it's 50-50, right? And let's say one of you for sure. Is the other person going to be really happy? No. And if you fall short, the other person's not going to be really happy with you. So vice versa, you need to have a balanced relationship so you guys can be healthy, happy, understanding, loved, appreciated, respected, and so on and so forth, right? So when I say business meetings, you're entering a partnership. When you go into a marriage, you're actually entering a partnership for eternity. So the investment of time, effort, attention goes into that relationship because that is the biggest investment that you can ever make. That's your lifelong commitment, my friend. So... How are we going to pay attention to it? We pay attention to where our attention goes most of the time. Not to say it doesn't get hard, but there's nothing wrong with actually wanting to strengthen your bond in the first place. So when I say business meetings, you sit down and you express yourself how you feel, how you expect, what's happening, and the other person gives vice versa. And when I, me and my husband do business meetings between us two, when we speak, he can't get upset with what I say and I can't get upset with what he says. So there is no such thing as emotions. Emotions are completely off the table, okay? So that's what I mean by business meetings. Date nights, go on date nights. Why haven't you gone on date night? Let's think about the last time you went on a date night. The date night, if it was more than two weeks ago, you need to have another one, okay? I know life gets ahead of us and that's fair enough and fine, but remember this is your investment for all of eternity and you've invested time and effort into this person, so you might as well have a date night. Date nights should be on a regular basis. They are like a non-negotiable. You have to have date nights. You can do things like painting. You can do things like cleaning up the backyard together. As long as you're spending time together, that is the main objective here. And of course, video games. If one of you guys is a gamer, then you can tell them to teach you how to play video games. And that's what quality time is. Undivided attention. Okay? No distractions. Getting their wholehearted attention. Let's go to number three. The third one is acts of service. And acts of service is when you make an effort to go out of your way to make the other person's life easier, to lighten the load, to do things that they usually have to do. But if you do them, it's really thoughtful. So things like housework, filling up petrol in the car, putting your charger in the charging port, putting their phone on charge, getting them a water bottle when they're in a meeting. 
get him a coffee. This is all acts of service. It comes from the idea that actions speak louder than words. And if your actions speak louder than words, it means you want to be shown that you're cherished, shown that you're loved. And let's be honest here, we all want to be helped around the house. We all want to be helped somewhere, some form. And that's what the idea of acts of service is, okay? Fourth one is giving gifts. And it's pretty self-explanatory, but there is a common misconception about people who have a love language of giving gifts. No, you're not materialistic if you want gifts. It has nothing to do with materialism. The idea comes from you want to be given gifts to be surprised. You want to be given and shown love through visual symbols. You want to be able to know that you are actually on their mind throughout their day. And that's where gift giving comes from. And it doesn't have to be massive amount of money. It could be flowers, chocolate, coffee, perfume, and other forms where you know they like. And the idea of it is be thoughtful. Please get them something that they like. Remember their favorite flower. Remember their favorite color. Remember their size. Like get them something from the shops, anything. It doesn't have to be expensive and a massive amount of money. Don't go buy her a car. Don't go buy him a car. It's not that complicated. They want to know that you are on their mind. That's what they want to know. Or you're on their mind. Okay. Gift giving is so like amazing because it doesn't come from a materialistic point of view. Yeah. Okay. It's great to have, you know, shiny, flashy things. Nothing wrong with that. But it comes more from remembering what they like and being thoughtful and knowing that you love them through visual symbols. And they'll cherish that. They hold that and they're like, oh, I'm not going to use this perfume bottle because. He got this for me five years ago and it was on my birthday. And usually that's what they do. They're very sentimental like that. And the fifth one is physical touch. Also pretty explanatory. It's to feel love when they receive physical signs of affection. This is kissing, hugging, cuddling, and being intimate. And let's go back. Let's go back. If we go back into our childhood, you will remember that this was also how we were shown love from our parents. Kissing, hugging, cuddling spending time, just acknowledging that physical aspect of affection. And that's where it comes from. It comes from our parents. So people with a love language of physical touch, it means they want to feel physically appreciated and that affection and that warmth and that just comfort between you. And something really important to remember when it comes to love language is all these love languages are actually designed to bring you closer, okay? Okay. So here's a tip that I wish every single person that's watching this podcast will adapt into their life. As soon as you wake up, I'm talking about even if your husband or your wife wakes up really early, I want you to stand there and give each other about a five-minute intimate time, cuddling, kissing, and really explaining, telling each other that you love them, you appreciate them, you're proud of them. Just cuddle with them for the first five minutes of the day. This is like mad oxytocin like running through your veins right there. It does amazing things to building your bond. Because when I speak to people who come to my couples therapy sessions, I explain these love languages and I tell this exact tip in my sessions and they usually cannot remember the last time they actually cuddled and did an, a massive amount of PDA. I mean, this is your person. This is the love of your life. This is your investment. So don't be shy with showing them affection. They should see you for what you truly are, who you are. And it takes a lot of effort to keep this amazing relationship flourishing. These love languages allow yourself for deeper connection. 
And if the connection is so deep, then you're more likely to express a different amount of love. Now, relationships will evolve and you will evolve with them. So you've got to be willing to love this person at different times in their life as well. When they're crumbling, pick them up. When they're not crumbling, push them up. It's just to better each other and better their understanding of the overall relationship. People want to feel better understood, right? You want to feel understood, respected, appreciated, and all of the above. Love comes from that. Love is an emotion, but it means nothing if it comes from no respect, no appreciation, no understanding, and no comfort. This person is your home, should be your home. If they don't feel like your home, then you're in the wrong relationship. Lighten the load. Feel what the other person is feeling. Understand what the other person is understanding. See and empathize from their point of view. Life is pretty hectic. When you lighten the load, you will cherish life more. These five love languages will make or break a relationship because we all want to be shown love languages through your five emotional tanks. And if you're watching this and you actually don't know what your love language is, fine. That's completely fine. Nothing wrong with that. It's just to spark some interest so you can pay attention to what you do next when you're giving or receiving love. Now, if you don't have a dominant love language and you listen to this, like, I don't even know what my love language is. That's fine. Pay attention and ask yourself, what do I do when I love someone so much? Do I give them gifts? Do I make them food? Do I go and clean their house? Do I reorganize their house? Do I book them a cleaner? Do I get them a coffee or a cake? Do I give them massive amounts of appreciation and visual or or verbal cues to know that they're doing such a good job? What do I do when I love someone so much? And if I want to feel loved, what would I want to do? And you can adapt this to your children as well. I've done it amazingly. And let me tell you right now, it has changed my parenting game. Changed. Completely changed my parenting game. It can make or break any relationship, any friendship or any bond within life. It's important to remember with your love languages that connection, respect and appreciation and comfort is the number one goal. So if you're watching this and it helped you, make sure you give us a follow on Spotify, Apple or Google Podcasts. And I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. If this podcast episode helped you in any way, please share it on your socials. You can find me on IG, Safa Alchami. TikTok, The Alchami Life, and you can book to work with me personally through my website, thehypecoach.com. I look forward to working with you. Let's grow.